Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, religion, and the Bible. This is Pastor Fabiano, whom you are listening to, and we are glad that you have tuned in, my dear friend. Dear friends, welcome to Faith FM, and we've got Pastor Brenton, our co-host for today. How are you, Pastor Brenton? Very good, Fabiano, and it's good to actually look out the window here in Mount Gambier and see the sun is actually shining. I should rush out and take a photo because that'll last a bit longer. <laughs> we haven't seen much sun this week. <laughs> so glad to be on the show and glad to be uh, involved in this very exciting subject. Wonderful. No, that's great. You know, I... Um I was just telling a few friends of mine uh, no longer yes. ago that uh, it seems like we're not in summer yet. It seems like we're just, you know, uh, heading into winter all over again. <laughs> Summer's been cancelled, Fabiano. <laughs> that's it. That's right. That's right. And uh, I'm pretty sure those uh, friends of ours from the uh, East Coast uh, would agree. Uh, the weather hasn't been, uh, you know, too good over there either. No, 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 it hasn't. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But friends, thank you once again for tuning in. My name is Pastor Fabiano, and I'm currently ministering at uh, Meros Park uh, Seventh Adventist Church, as well as Sinai uh, Adventist Church Company in Davoran Park. Uh, Pastor Brenton is also ministering uh, there in uh, Mount Gambia. Uh, if you happen to be there in Mount Gambia, you you know he'll be happy to have you there at the Mount Gambia Seventh Day Adventist Church. The church on the hill, isn't it, uh, Pastor Brenton? It is, Fabiano, but it's not the only church I've got. I've also got Millicent, Reynoldsham and Narracourt. So, uh, oh, wow, there you I'm, go. Uh, I'm the pastor who can actually sing the song, I've Been Everywhere, Man. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, just, uh, you just reminded me of the TV ad uh, not long ago, you know. Uh, but, yeah, no, true. You, you are always on the road, aren't you? I do seem to be a lot, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, if you ha- if you happen to be in the areas of the uh, uh, of uh, Millicent, Mount Gambia, Narrowcourt, and what was the other one again? Rendlesham. Rendlesham. Oh, please, please do uh, visit those uh, those churches, and uh, they'll be glad to have you uh, on a Saturday. Uh, and I'm pretty sure one of your churches, uh, Pastor Brenton, meets on the Sunday afternoon. Yes, one of them does, Fabiano, the one at Narrowcourt. Um, while I'm on, I'd just like to say a big shout-out to um, maybe there are some students from Mount Gambier High School listening to this this afternoon. If you're on, guys, um, a big shout-out from Pastor Brenton. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we would like to inform those who are following us, or maybe for the first time, that there is a website faithfm.com.au. Yes. Uh, if yes. you do go on there, you'll be able to uh, find other programs on there um, and uh, even our own as well uh, and listen to the previous uh, presentations, um, especially on the theme of which we've been covering this week. The theme has been uh, Christianity and Halloween compatible. That has been the theme for this week. But today, the topic is the following question. The media Peer pressure and biblical Christianity. Oh, I said a question, not a question, rather, just a topic. Uh, yeah, so the topic. media, <laughs> that's right, the media, peer pressure and biblical Christianity. And so we'll be delving deep into that in the context of Christianity and Halloween. Are they compatible? Friends, as you would know, uh, this coming Sunday, uh, 31st of October 
is uh, the day that uh, most of the world is going to be celebrating Halloween. Um, yeah. And I say mo- and I say most of the world because there are those who do not believe in Halloween, myself included. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't see the point of it, and uh, in fact, we are not. Um, as we, 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 the ideology is not one that I'm fond with and one that I would agree with. But before I spoil that for anyone, we'll, we'll, we'll explore that from a biblical standpoint and see what the Bible has to say. Uh, yeah. So please do stick around. Uh, it'll be very, very We'll important. be delving into it a little bit, Fabiano. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And obviously other presenters too would have touched on this throughout the week. Uh, so please do listen to the other uh, presentations as well. Uh, from Monday uh, all the way through Friday. And you find that um, uh, there are wonderful uh, presenters who have prepared materials that will help us, uh, I guess, get a biblical perspective on this. So this is very important. Now, I would like to uh, start off with something, uh, Pastor Brenton, which has been circling in the news. Uh, and this is just one of those things, I guess, that helps us understand the time in which we are living. Uh, the the, the, the title for the following headline says, Adidas uh, Severs Ties uh, with Kanye West Amid Anti-Semitic uh, Remarks. So let me read that again. So Adidas Severs yeah. Ties with Kanye West Amid Anti-Semitic uh, Remarks. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, uh, uh, Pastor Brenton. It's, uh, it's one of those things. I, like I have it's... heard about it, uh, Fabiano. I, uh, to be honest, I haven't actually looked at the article that much. Can A. Yep. West comes up with some um, uh, fairly left-field or right-field stuff mm. from time to time. And right. on this particular occasion, it seems as though his mouth has got him into trouble. Uh, exactly. So far as one of the major sponsors added, as has uh, seven yes. ties with it. <laughs> yes, that's right. So the article actually goes on to say, this is from Christian Headlines, it says, uh, rapper Kanye Yi West is facing criticism, including being dropped from business partnerships and advertiser, advertisers following a string of anti-Semitic comments earlier this month. West came under fire after making several discriminatory remarks in interviews and on social media in recent weeks. Then, I, I'm quoting, I says, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going to Con three on Jewish people, whatever that means. <laughs> That's what he, he wrote apparently um, and tweeted. And then he goes on to say a whole heap of other things. Now, I found this to be quite interesting and uh, telling as well because uh, recently we've seen a lot of celebrities espouse or at least uh, say that they are Christian. That yes. they um, yeah. mm. that they are a people of faith, yes. but 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 Kanye West has you know gone even further so as to start his own choir, and you know he, he appears to be very religious, and uh, he, re- he he produced an album apparently never listened to it, but uh, I'm sure some people have listened to it, uh, an album um, um, that apparently was dedicated to um, spreading the gospel, and uh, on this occasion, however. It seems like, uh, uh, like uh, Pastor Brenton had just mentioned, his uh, mouth got him into trouble. Um, seems like he has uh, uh, said offended, too much. He's offended one of his major sponsors, and this is interesting. Um, yeah. Having not actually read the full article, Fabiano, yeah. it's interesting nevertheless because yes. 
Someone mm-hmm. once said, and I did read the quote for myself, that right. the, the easiest way to, to um, become rich in America is start your own religion. Now, right. I don't know what the religion Kanye West belongs to or whether he started yeah. his own, but uh, yeah. the cynic in me says to me, uh, be a little bit careful of people who are blowing their own trumpet. Mm. Um, yes, he may have dedicated yeah. the album to God, and we have to allow uh, for the fact that, that he may have had the best of motives in doing that. But I think mm. we uh, need to just follow what the Bible says. Um, we should always be pointing people to Jesus Christ. He's the one mm. that uh, is the greatest hero, the greatest action man, and yes. the greatest uh, person of all time. He's the one that we should be directing people to, I believe, rather than to our social media websites. I mean, yes. how many million um, bloggers has uh, Can A West got? Do we have any idea? It'll be in the millions, I'd imagine. It'll be in the millions, yeah. yeah. I haven't looked into that, but it'll be in the millions, definitely. Yeah, yeah, a lot of followers. Do you realise that over this Halloween period, I'll call it Halloween period, because right. the original festival used to start on October 31 and overlap into November 1, right. uh, and it was a Celtic festival, but I dare say all of that's been touched in previous presentations, so hmm. I won't go into that. $430 million will be spent yes. on Halloween in Australia. Forget about America. America yeah. does its own thing. But just yeah. as a matter of interest, for those kids that are rushing around with trick or treat and banging on people's doors on, on October 31, mm. one-third of all the, all the candy consumed in America per annum mm. is, conser- yeah. is consumed over the period of Halloween. So wow. can you imagine all that sugar going into their systems? <laughs> that's a lot. That's, that's one point. One mm, in mm, four mm, Australians mm. this year will yeah. celebrate Halloween. One in four. One in four. Wow. That's, that's, for over, that's six million people. Mm. And the other statistic I found interesting is for every man, woman and child in Australia, given the mm-hmm. amount of money that I've quoted to you, $430 million, the, the average person will spend $86. Get, did you get that? $86 That's on Halloween. That's every wow. man, woman and child in Australia over the next few days. That I just thought those statistics, I'm not a great one on statistics, but I think this reinforces the point that yes. whilst we have always viewed it as an American thing, it has hmm. actually become very front Australia. and centre here in Australia. Mm. 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 Yes, yeah, so once again, dear friends, we see uh, that, um, yeah, this uh, period uh, of Halloween is one that, uh, yeah, that is just, in a sense, uh, grandized and really for political purposes and economic purposes. Um, and, uh, but what is very saddening, though, is the, is the, um, the moral underpinnings and the, the ideology that is also uh, underlying underlying there. And yeah. we'll, we'll look at what the Bible has to say shortly, but thank you for tuning in. I just thought, you know, just seeing what's happening in the world, it seems like the world is also becoming somehow uh, uh, religious, re- religiously awakened, but not in the right way uh, and uh, not heading yes, in the right direction. But Fabiano, there is a hunger out there to know the future. There's a hunger to be able to communicate with God, mm. however you believe God to be. Now, this yes. is a frightening statistic, or not frightening, but it's an interesting t- statistic. 
One of my friends today shared with me that 95% of the kids in their school right. celebrate Halloween. Wow. And 80% of them are planning to dress up on Halloween. Uh, mm. Halloween is uh, the, the costumes and things that they adopt right. coming from the original Halloween are designed to trick evil spirits into not tormenting them. And, of course, the same people often sit down and watch horror movies. You only have to go to YouTube, um, Fabiano, which I did today, and it gives you a list of 40, 40, 40, 40 Halloween movies to watch over the, right. over the Halloween period. In other words, you can overdose on Halloween movies. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. the 31st and running right through until the 1st of November, if you're so inclined. That, that is, that is, it, um, in my view, that is pretty sad. But hey, we understand why as we delve, in, as we delve deeper into scripture. Let us begin with a word of prayer and sure. then we'll continue. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, Lord, we want to thank you for those who have tuned in, uh, tuned in and those who are listening to us and those who are. Uh, yeah, driving from home and those who might be at home or with yes. friends, just yes. uh, listening to Faith FM, we pray that you may bless them in a uh, mighty way. We pray also that you may lead us, guide us as we study and um, uh, speak to us from your word and uh, help us to discover truth and truth for our lives and truth for today. Lord, we pray that you may be with us and this yes. we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And so, friends, let me just uh, let you know that uh, we do have a free giveaway. And I'll let you know what that giveaway is shortly. But uh, you will need the following number when it's time to claim the free giveaway. Uh, or if you wanted to uh, contact us and message us, we can actually respond to your messages live. So I'm just watching here uh, the message board. Um, so the number is 4 if you keep that number, 4 uh, you'll be able to interact with us and even use our same number to claim the free giveaway. So please do stick around. We will tell you what the free giveaway is and give you also the code word, which you will, you, which you will need at the time. So friends, this is once again, the Faith FM, the driveway uh, program. Uh, the draft time program, driveway. Uh, what a day. And you might uh, be listening uh, we, to it in the driveway. <laughs> that's right. And we are glad that you have tuned in. And uh, please do stick around. We'll be right back. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Let's come to our first song. And this is a song, my friend, which I believe ties in well with our program. Please stay with us and we'll be I back. Worries eating you inside out Deadlines in need met Not a moment left Always in a hurry What's your worry? Why the big hurry? I've got all the time in the world So why don't you let go Of what you can't control Let me take it for you It's a constant crazy frenzy But if time's of the essence Then you need my presence So may I ask you a question What's your worry? 
What a beautiful song. Friends, we have time, but we must use this time wisely and we must use it to connect with Jesus and welcome back once again. We are so thankful that you have tuned in. This is uh, the Draft Time program uh, and uh, you have Pastor Fabiano here as the host and uh, Pastor Brenton uh, as the co-host and uh, Pastor Brenton is all the way there in Mount Gambia and, and I'm here in Adelaide and we're just... Um, uh, pretty much tuning in uh, live, all of us. We are. So, thank we you. Are. <laughs> so, so, so awesome. Friends, today, once again, we are approaching October 31st, uh, Halloween Day, and you probably have seen this throughout the shops, many costumes, many graphic costumes. Uh, you know, in 2016, the popular retailer uh, Walmart called, um, uh, yeah, it, it caught flack from listing a costume that highlighted suicide. And its competitor, Target, was forced to remove several evil uh, clown masks uh, from their aisles as a result of customer complaints. But even as the retailers back away from the grotesque and sexualized costumes, the popularity of Halloween and its focus on death and spirituality continues to grow year after year. And friends, we want to explore what the Bible has to say uh, on these things, especially around this time of the year. But today we'll put an emphasis on the following topic, the media, peer pressure, and biblical Christianity. Uh, Pastor Brenton, what does the Bible have to say uh, on this topic in the context, obviously, of Halloween? Well, let's have a look at a few things, Fabiano. It's going to take a little bit of time, but we'll do our best to try and make it as interesting as possible. Um, Today, it's interesting that in Australia a lot of people go to seances. They're involved in Ouija boards. They're involved in seances. The problem is that even though they might see it as just something interesting, you'd be amazed, Fabiano, the number of young people who are involved in this type of stuff, Mm. Um, even down here in Mount Gambia. So what's interesting is that God had a fair bit to say in the word of God about when his people the children of Israel entered the land of Canaan that he promised to them. He made certain statements. They weren't statements, they were commands. One of them says this, a man or a woman, this is, I'm reading from Leviticus 20, verse 27 from the New King James Version. A man or a woman who is a medium or who has familiar spirits shall surely be put to death. They shall stone them with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. In another place, in Deuteronomy 18, 
Uh, he says pretty much the same thing. He said you are not under any circumstances to try and communicate with the dead. Now, what's interesting here is that Halloween, October 31, in the ancient Celtic religion was the time when the spirits of the dead were most able to be contacted by the living. Right. Okay. Now, what we're discussing here is God saying in one thing, do not repeat, right. do not yes. under any circumstances try and contact the dead. Yes. And yet uh, Halloween is encouraging people and can encourage people, even though mm. kids think it's quite innocent and trick and treat yes. and all the other things that they do, the apples and all the other things. Fabiano, mm. if I had another session, I could go through all of that, but uh, right, that's right. Not, the, not the purpose. The media... Mm. Um, only today when I was reading the advertiser, there's heaps of stuff in the media yes. On, yes. Uh, on the subject of Halloween and all mm. the rest. But here God is saying to them very, very clearly, I do not want you to be involved in any of that type of stuff because uh, I'm the one who led you into the land of Canaan. I'm the only one who knows the future. A lot yes. of the, the reason why a lot of people want to contact the spirits of the dead is they believe that yes. the spirits of the dead can help them uh, determine their present situation and also their future. Interestingly right. enough, uh, there was a president in the United States called President Ronald Reagan. Yes. Now, Ronald Reagan had a wife called Nancy. She used to consult the astrological charts. They did nothing, absolutely nothing. They made major wow. decisions based on uh, their understanding of astrological charts. So right. we're living in a world that's got all that type of stuff in it, Fabiano. Mm, mm, wow. And obviously there's peer pressure involved as well. Yes, yes. And uh, today, today uh, most young people, they feel that they don't have um, a sense of wealth, uh, a sense of worth, uh, because they are They're not, not popular, empowered, you know? Fabiano. Some of them don't That's feel right. that they are empowered. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, and if a post is not liked, if the video does not... Uh, I uh, hit a, mil a million likes, or you know, um, they feel that you know they don't, they don't, they don't, yes. they're not as popular. That yeah. you know, there's something missing, you know, in their life. Mm. And mm. I can imagine now right. during the time of Halloween, where mm. uh, where, where their friends are going to be posting pictures and all kinds of things. There's going to be some kind of um, you know peer pressure involved, and, and and some of the younger people are going to feel like, well, not just younger people, some older folks maybe as well. Mm. They're going to feel like, hey. You know, we, we're different, and and you know our friends are doing it, and we seem a bit odd. Uh, it seems yes, like today a lot a, of people feel more like that. Mm. That's a good point. I think um, over the next couple of days, social media will go into a meltdown with the number of uh, selfies that are on. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, just yeah. to put it. But yes, if you stand out today um, and say that this type of thing is you don't agree with it, um, you're very much in the minority. Uh, you could be considered to be bigoted. You could be considered yeah. to be narrow-minded. You yeah. could be considered to, hey, it's cool to get involved in all this type of stuff. But in actual right. fact, if you study the sinister overtones of Halloween and where yeah. these things are leading, you have to be very careful. And we're going to get to a little bit more of that um, uh, right now. There was, yes. uh, let me tell you a story. Uh I'll tell you too. How long have we got before our next break? <laughs> uh, you, you do. You do have time. Keep, keep okay, I'll be as quick as I can. 
A All number right. of years ago, I was asked to conduct the funeral of an Indigenous lady. I'd only met the lady a couple of times, and uh, I do remember before the funeral, when she was still alive, she actually asked me to meet her at her house and cast out the evil spirits that were in the house. Now, I've never had any contact in that area with the supernatural. So I consulted a minister friend of mine and he told me uh, that I needed to pray for God's guidance, which I did. But to be honest with you, when I went to the house, the experiences they'd had there, there was no one living there. Now, (laughs) when we opened the door, it was a day probably where the temperatures, Fabiano, was about 28 degrees Celsius. When you entered the the room, it was as though someone dropped a black blanket over your head. You Mm. could feel the evil in the house. You could literally palpably almost feel it. Mm. Um, The lady came in with me, but her daughter said, no way. I'm not going now. Her daughter was not much older than some of the young people who are probably listening to this program. She said, yeah. There's no way known I'm going into that house. And I okay. said to her, Look, we are safe in this house because God is with us. He conquered the devil and we are safe here. But mm. it took a lot of persuading to get her to come into the house. And mm-hmm. we read some texts of scripture. We showed from the scripture how um, <clears throat> about evil spirits and how Christ cast evil spirits out of people. And then we prayed and we commanded the evil spirits to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. There was no yelling or screaming or furniture flying around or cups and saucers whizzing across the room, nothing like that. But um, a week or two later when I uh, found out what was going on, they said they'd had no more problems with with uh, things in there. But when I was planning her funeral, I went to the funeral director and he said, he met me at at the house and he said, do you realise three people have been murdered in this house? Mm. And I said, really? (laughs) Well, of course, that didn't make me feel real good. No, not at all. (laughs) I came here for a a previous funeral, he said, and he said something weird happened. Now, this guy was not a Christian in any shape or form. He he said that uh, he got out his bag, he sat down at the table in one room, he pulled his bag out and he took a, took her pen out and put it on the desk and also a ruler. Now, what he was planning to do, I don't know, but he was obviously going through the funeral arrangements with a family yeah. member. The long yes. and the short of it was when he bent down to get something else out of his bag, when he looked up, he said the pen had gone and so the ruler. And he said, I've never seen them from that day to this. So right. we're certainly dealing in, in an area where... Trying to contact the dead, which is what Halloween actually is about or mm. leads one to, is a very, very dangerous practice. Mm, mm, definitely. And the Bible does say that we are living in a spiritual world, doesn't it? Oh, the battle is between the supernatural, the seen, and the unseen. Yes. Mm, mm, absolutely. That's right. and, and if I may go as far as to say that this is an area that scientists, you know, cannot... Um, uh, enter in because this 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 has nothing to do with science. This is a different realm, isn't it? You can't prove it in a test tube. You can't exactly. prove it by scientific theories or formulas That's right. or That's anything right. like that. Yeah, that yes. therefore makes mm. it that much more deceptive because if you mm. can't prove it by what we call rational or empirical yes. ways of doing right. things, right. and then something happens that you cannot explain by any of these methods, 
you were going to say that must be the power of God. But we know from the scripture that it's not only God that can mm. perform miracles. Yes, we know that yes. Satan can also appear to perform miracles. Mm. I use mm. the word appear. Mm. Yes. Well, okay. No, that's wonderful. And mm. so, yes, the Bible has a lot to say when it comes to um, peer pressure. And um, or we could even say uh, being... Um, yeah, let's just say peer pressure. The Bible does encourage that a Christian should be a person who is uh, who who is uh, self-content, content, if if that makes sense. Like, yes, not necessarily being you know uh, swayed by every wind of anything that comes by. Yeah, uh, and uh, mm, yes. Look, you've got the example, Fabiano. Uh, this week, we've had the example. I mean, this has been rippling around all week. The story of the right. Australian Diamonds netball team and right. how, how one of their uh, team members, an Indigenous girl, was offended by a remark that Gina Reinhardt, um, who was going to sponsor them to the degree of $15 million, yes. um, pulled her sponsorship because this girl was offended by a remark that her late father had made about uh, Indigenous people. Now, I'm, I'm not wanting to get into anything in that area, but all I'm saying is that some of the girls said that they stood by her comments. Now, if you can stand by comments like that, why can't you stand out on an issue like Halloween? If it can be shown that Halloween is of pagan origin, not of Christian origin or anything like that, what is wrong with standing out on that? If you can stand out on other issues... Uh, what is wrong with being able to stand out on the issue and say, well, I don't celebrate Halloween. Yes. Um, someone suggested if they turn up at your door and say, trick or treat, you know, and they're dressed in their outfits and they got their masks on and all the rest of it, offer them uh, some carob-coated um, raisins or carob-coated I haven't tried that one because I'm not going to be <laughs> home when this happens. But if I was home here in Mount Gambier and it happened, I might be tempted to try that. But in other words, <laughs> give them something that's healthy for them rather than just something that's full of sugar. That's right. And guess what we've done in the past? We've given us some little booklets, you know. Yeah, and, we have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we said, hey, you know, I don't have candy, but I think this will be, you know, good to have also. This will hit the spot. <laughs> That's right. I think as, as, as Christians, we can be creative in what we can share. We believe that we have the good news uh, to share. Yeah. We have other wonderful things which uh, are better for one's health and well-being as well, and, yeah. and we need to yeah. share that. Yeah. yeah. And cut, for, mm -hmm. Yes, go ahead. Um, I wonder, could we just share briefly um, something from First Samuel 28? First yes, Samuel yes. 28 is probably the only chapter in the Bible where – a description is actually given of an attempt to contact the dead, right? And that the, the person speaking is not the not the dead person that's contacted. I haven't got time to read it all, but it uh, basically talks about the story of Saul, uh, the king of Israel, who, because of his persistent rebellion, yes. had forfeited God's control. And in verse six, it says he sought out a medium. Now, a medium is someone who um, is in contact with evil yeah. spirits That's or right. in contact with spirits. And it said earlier in the chapter that this same person, Saul, had mm. actually excommunicated or driven all the mediums out of the land in accordance right. with what God had said, with what I read earlier in uh, Leviticus 20, verse 27. But here mm -hmm. we go. He He's facing a battle the next day. 
He's desperate to know the outcome of the battle, and God is not answering him. That doesn't mean to say that God is not listening, but Mm. really what happens when a person deliberately goes against what the Bible says and what God asks them to do, there comes a point in time where it's not a case of God isn't listening any longer. It's a case of God says, okay, you've made your choice. I have um, tried to reach you on many occasions for you to follow me, and you've chosen your own course. I'm going to step aside and let you reap the benefits of of the course of action. So he tries to contact God. God doesn't answer him. So he goes to a witch. Now, most people today know about witches. You'd be amazed Mm -hmm. at the number of witches there are in Australia, even even down here in the southeast. Mm-hmm. And um, this is re- rather interesting because he disguises himself. Hello, right. I don't know whether it was October 31, <laughs> but he disguises himself yeah. and he goes to see this witch at a place called Endor, E-N-D-O-R. Right. And he says to the witch, I want you to bring up for me Samuel. Now, Samuel had died. Back in First uh, Samuel 25, verse 1, it tells us that Samuel yes. had died and been mm. buried in his home in Ramah. Mm. And uh, he says, I want you to bring up Samuel for me. And she says to him, do you realise that King Saul has um, uh, destroyed all the, uh, the wizards and witches and people in Israel, not knowing at that point yes. that she is actually talking to Saul himself? because he's in disguised form. Mm -hmm. And she says, uh, you're putting my life in danger. If I try and bring up Samuel for you, um, and Saul finds out about this, then he does something that is absolutely ludicrous. He says, I swear by the Lord that nothing will happen to you if you bring up Samuel. Can you imagine invoking God to back up what he's saying and saying to uh, this woman, bring this Saul, uh, this Samuel up for me. Now, the rest of the chapter, Fabiano, doesn't suggest Mm. that Saul actually saw Samuel. It uses the euphemism Samuel because he says something along these lines. She says, I see gods or judges rising out of the earth. And he goes, Mm. wow. He says, what are they? No, he he uses the word singular. He says, what does he look like? In other right. words, he had said, bring up Samuel. Yes. And she says, I see gods, plural, mm. rising mm. up out of the earth or judges rising up yes. out of the earth. And, of yes. course, Samuel was a judge, as you know. Yes. And yes. Uh, he says, what does he look like? Mm. And she says, an old man is coming up and he's covered mm. in a mantle. And the Bible says that uh, Saul perceived that it was Samuel. Now, Mm. notice that. It seems as though you can read this chapter, and I would recommend to our listeners that they get the Bible out, read this chapter for themselves. It seems as though Saul did not see whatever it was that the uh, medium, the spirit medium, did see. She's basically Mm. passing on information. She's saying an old man is coming up. He's covered in a in a mantle, and he says, oh, good, that's Samuel. And then he starts talking to Samuel. I want you to notice something here that's important for our our listeners today. He says, uh, this apparition says to him, why have you brought me up? 
Now, this is really, really interesting because most people today who are Christians believe that the good go to heaven. There Mm -hmm. weren't too many people that I would class as better than Samuel in the Old Testament. Where would Mm. you expect Samuel to be? If Samuel Mm. had an immortal soul, where would you expect him to be? You'd expect him to be in heaven. That's right. And yet he's saying, uh, why have you brought me up? He should have said, why have you brought me down? Down. That's right. Um, That's right. This destroys the whole argument of the immortal soul. I believe this one statement. Why Mm. have you brought me up? Why have you disturbed me? In other words, Mm. he's sleeping. And it's not Samuel that he's speaking to, really. It's We believe it's an evil spirit impersonating Samuel. And uh, anyway, he says, I'm in trouble. Oh, I don't know who to turn to, so I'm turning to you. Now, can you imagine Samuel, the real Samuel, actually coming to a witch's cave to hold a a seance with with Saul? Definitely not. The foremost Mm. prophet of the Lord God. There is no connection between the two. Mm, (laughs) No connection. Anyway, the bottom line of it all is he says, Mm. I don't know what to do. I'm in trouble. And Samuel, in inverted commas, says something along these lines. He says, um, God has left you, and he basically says, I know that. And uh, Samuel, in, again, in inverted commas, says, the reason God has left you is because you've been disobedient. You haven't carried out the will of God. You haven't done what God asked you to do. Mm. And he says, furthermore, about the battle, oh, by the way, about the battle, about this time tomorrow, you and your sons are going to be with me. In other words, you're going to be dead. Wow. Um, now, Satan can't tell the future. This is something important, I believe, for our listeners to understand. However, yeah. because he knows us so well, he can reason from cause to effect fairly effectively. Right. Note the condition that this man is in at this stage. Mentally mm. and emotionally, he's shot. Yes. He's, he's in such a state he doesn't know what to do. So instead of turning to God, who has rejected him, he is turning to an evil spirit to find out what's right. going to happen in the battle tomorrow. And the evil spirit says you're going to die and three of your sons are going to die in battle with you as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the text goes on to say after receiving that news, he fell face down. He hadn't eaten anything all day or all night. And uh, they eventually managed to urge him to uh, take some food and eat it. In Mm. chapter 31 of the same book, um, I'm summarising now fairly quickly, the battle begins. Mm -hmm. It says that Israel fell down slain on Mount Gilboa. And Mm. it says the archers pressed after Saul. We would call them today special forces. The special Mm -hmm. forces came after Israel. Saul and his three sons, they killed three of his sons, uh, Jonathan, David's best friend, um, Abinadab, and Malkishua. And they wounded Saul severely to such a degree that he said to his armour-bearer, thrust me through so that these uncircumcised fellows won't come and abuse me. His armour-bearer wouldn't do it, so he eventually fell on his sword and committed suicide. This is the end result of what happens when you seek after um People, first of all, he wasn't talking to Samuel. He was going against what God said. And in First Chronicles 10, it says, So Saul died because he sought not the Lord, because he sought an evil spirit. And mm. I, think there's, there I think there's a message here for us today. Yes. Um, 
when we run around the place saying trick or treat, dressing up in all these things and going on, all the rest of it, saying this is harmless fun, please, can I suggest you spend a little bit of time studying the origins of Halloween Mm. and how that affects our modern generation who have access to social media, they have access to everything and anything. I mean, just for the sheer fact, Fabiano, of being able to say that here are 40 films that you can watch over Halloween. 40. That's right. That's a incredible. Mm. <laughs> so I, yeah. I think our safety has to be in the Lord God. He said, I know the future. You consult yes. me. You consult yes. the word of God. You consult prophecy. You mm. consult the prophecies that have been fulfilled and you'll know that there is only one person who can tell you the future. That's and right. I hope that helps our listeners to uh, understand the importance of being in tune with God, not just yes. just a popular custom known as Halloween. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Brenton. I, um, yeah, uh, truly that helps us understand the seriousness of this issue of contacting the dead or even playing with anything that is, that, that, that is, um, of the dark, uh, nature, the dark forces yeah. or don't that do might it. invite them. It is bad news. It is. Don't things do that it. We should, yeah, definitely don't mm. do it. And in fact, just before we come to a break, I, uh, I just thought also I'll, uh, bring in this thought. Uh, because our title of our topic says the media peer pressure and biblical Christianity, but the theme has been uh, our Christianity and Halloween compatible. Well, as I also thought about what you were sharing, well, sure. the Bible does say uh, in First Timothy chapter six verse six that, uh, and I'm going to quote: He says, "Now godliness with contentment is great gain," and I think we need to be content uh, as uh, as a people, as Christians. We need to. Um, be content with what we have and they'll be content with uh, the knowledge that God has revealed to us. We don't have to go out seeking for these things and um, do not fall uh, for the um, peer pressure, uh, you know, things that may be uh, in, uh, in your way. Uh, do not just, just remain, you know, strong in, in, in your, in, in who you are and just, yeah. Yeah, just, just be that. Mm. Yeah, Fabiano, what you do in those situations is when you go to seances, when you get involved dabbling in witchcraft, when you get involved in Ouija boards and that sort of thing, there is any amount of material that you can read on the media, um, in uh, magazines, on YouTube, of the dangers of becoming involved in those things because when you step into those areas, you are stepping onto Satan's ground. Each yes. person has a guardian angel, but the guardian angel can't protect you when you go onto the devil's ground. When you mm. go into his territory. Uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I think we might be having a network issue there. All right. While we wait for uh, the internet there uh, to reconnect, uh, let me just once again come to uh the free giveaway, uh, friends, we are thankful that you have tuned in. Uh, thank you once again. It's the topic of which we are studying is one that is relevant for our time. But uh, I do have a free giveaway, a book that I believe also helps us understand the mystery of death and hell and answer the questions of which most of us have been asking. This is a book written by Sean Bonstra. 
uh, and it is called uh, Draining the... Uh, uh, all right, let me get the title rightly here uh, because I see that probably didn't write it properly, but not. That's how it is written. All right. Draining the sticks, taking the mystery out of death and hell. Friends, if you want to get a free copy of that book, you have to send the following code word to SA78. Sorry, to 04888-80811. The code word, rather, that you need to send is SA78. All right. The code word is SA78. But the number which you need to send it to is 04888-80811. When you do that, the Faith FM giveaway bottle reply and uh, it will ask for the necessary details that we need in order to be able to send that free giveaway to you. So, friends, thank you for uh, once again tuning in. But let us come to a short break. Let us um, come to the following song by Sandra uh, Enterman, uh, uh, titled Ready for the Storm. And as we listen to the song, my friend, I pray that uh, you just... Um, yeah, think about what Pastor Brenton had just shared, uh, the need to be content, the need to have direction, the need to not be swayed by these uh, 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 pagan festivals and the dangers that are there when we start uh, um, engaging ourselves into these things. Um, truly, the, like he said in his own words, don't do it. So here's the song. Please enjoy it. Yeah. 
Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time, and uh, you are with uh, Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Brenton. Uh, and uh, we are so glad that you have tuned in. Friends, we have been exploring the topic, the media, peer pressure, and biblical Christianity, and uh, the theme, uh, Christianity and Halloween Compatible. And uh, just as we are about to wrap up our conversation, we had some uh, internet disru- disruption where, uh, whereby we lost um, uh, Pastor Brenton, uh, who was with us on the program. But uh, nevertheless, we are able to just uh, wrap up things together. And uh, thank you once again for uh, tuning in, especially for those who are tuning in for the first time. Friends, I believe that we are living in an interesting time uh, of history. And um, I just would like to encourage you to remain faithful, and I would like to encourage you uh, to remain true to what Scripture says and do not be swayed by every wind of doctrine. Uh, just follow the truth, and um, regardless of what the world might be doing, because it is the truth, my friend, that we need. Uh, that is what we need today. Uh, it is the truth that will set us free. It is the truth that would um, uh, that will really uh, help us navigate. Uh, this sin sick world. Uh, friends, uh, thank you once again. Uh, we're just going to try to see if we can get Pastor Brenton, uh, uh, into the program once again. But if we cannot get him, I'd just like to, uh, once again, um, come back to some of the thoughts that he was sharing. For example, in Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse five, the Bible says, for the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. And they have no more reward for the memory of them is forgotten. So around this time of the year, while people are innocently, uh, some of them, uh, entertaining evil spirits, uh, and some of them, once again, without knowing, are just participating, thinking that this is a harmless, uh, uh, thing, um, that, you know, that there's nothing wrong with just, I don't know, getting into the ha- Halloween spirit. Friends, I want to once again caution you and say, actually, there are spiritual, uh, there are spiritual connections to these things. And therefore, we need to be aware of them. And, uh, we need to remain, to, to, to run away from these things because these things are not, uh, good. Because these things will destroy us not only spiritually, but it will not lead us to a good place either. And so, um, once again, I am so thankful that you have chosen to tune in. That is, that was Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse five, which we, we have just read. But also, um, you know, if you need direction, if you need, uh, guidance and understanding, you know, in James chapter one, verse four, um, is it, uh, not verse five, rather, it says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So, my friends, if you want wisdom, if you want understanding, if you want guidance in this dark world, just come to God and ask Him. Pray and ask for direction. Also, study God's Word, and you ha- you find uh, meaning, purpose, and um, uh, as well as answers to your questions. Uh, I know that a lot of people today are feeling the uh, pressure and the, uh, what should I call it? 
they feel like they have to go with the with the world and and, and follow every wind of doctrine and you know be um, always up to date with the letters and the coolest. But friends, let us let us be careful and let us rather be content. This is very very important. And uh, it seems like we are not uh, successful successful in getting Pastor Brenton back online. But um, uh, I just want to thank you for tuning in. And once again, this has been uh, the Draft Time program. And uh, please do stay with us tomorrow. We'll be exploring this uh, theme in you know in a much greater depth, where uh, uh, Nick Creter and uh, Eric Hoare uh, together, or uh, or with one of these uh, uh, presenters, Joseph Matichik could be one of them, uh, they'll be exploring the topic, how much is the biblical Christian, how much is the biblical Christian called to challenge culture? That is going to be an interesting uh, subject. Uh, and so, friends, I want to, once again, thank you for tuning in. May God bless you. Let us pray together as we close today's program. Let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we want to thank you once again for your word, which guides us and uh, instruct us in the ways in which we should go. Father, we want to thank you that you've been uh, able to uh, speak to each one of us and uh, and and um, speak to the current problem and issues and uh, the things that we are faced with today uh, through the uh, study guide that uh, Pastor Brenton has just shared. We pray that all of us have learned something. We pray that all of us has, have gotten something out of what he shared. And I just pray that uh, that you bless us all together uh, with those who are listening and those who will tune into this program later. Father, we pray that uh, you may uh, be with us in a, in, a, in a special way. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Oh